The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. One Sabbath, while Jesus was going through the grain fields, his disciples plucked some heads of grain, rubbed them in their hands, and ate them. But some of the Pharisees said, Why are you doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? Jesus answered, Have you not read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God and took and ate the bread of the presence, which it is not lawful for any but the priest to eat, and gave some to his companions. Then Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. The Gospel of the Lord. In the Genesis creation account, when God created on each of the six days, he called it good. And on that sixth day, when he created man and woman, he called it very good. And then he rested. And the Jews ever since took that very seriously and made the Sabbath holy, that there was to be no work done at all, but simply worshiping the Lord. So when it came to the time of Jesus, regulations had been created around that whole theme, and it just piled on each other, and there were dozens and dozens of regulations as to what constituted work. There was a rule in the Old Testament, in Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 26, which stated, when you go through your neighbor's grain field, you may pluck some of the ears with your hand. That was permitted. But the Pharisees took that to the extreme and said, ah, but Jesus is rubbing in his hands to get the grain off the ears. That constitutes harvesting, and that's contrary to the Sabbath. Now, of course, Jesus was going to use that as an opportunity to reveal the deeper things of God because he is God. He knows the mind of the Father, and he knows that the Sabbath, yes, is important, but there's something even more important, meeting human need, particularly those who are hungry. And so Jesus is going to reveal this to the disciples, to everyone, and especially to the Pharisees. Now, the Pharisees were very concerned about this because, in their opinion, the reason Israel had suffered so dramatically through the Old Testament and their temple destroyed is because they didn't keep the Sabbath regulations. And in fact, they would quote from Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 26, which said, If you do not obey me and keep holy the Sabbath day, I will set fire and consume the palaces of Jerusalem. So they were very particular about Sabbath regulations. But again, Jesus is going to bring them to a deeper understanding. What God really reveres is meeting human need, and that transcends everything. Also, Jesus is going to point back to the Old Testament with David, because David in 1 Samuel chapter 21, he was hungry. He was fleeing from King Saul, and he went into the house of the Lord and requested from the priest to eat the bread of the presence, which was only allowed the priest to eat. The priest gave that bread to David, and David was not criticized for that. Jesus is saying, essentially, I am the new David. It's a claim to divinity here. He's the Davidic Messiah. And when you combine that with what Jesus also says, the very last sentence of that gospel, 
The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Notice the Son of Man. Jesus is picking up another title from Daniel chapter 7, where Daniel, while he's caught up in this throne room, he sees the Ancient of Days, surrounded by thousands and thousands who are worshiping him, great theophany. One like the Son of Man is brought into his presence, and the Ancient of Days confers on the Son of Man all authority, dominion over all peoples, nations, and languages, and his kingdom will last forever. That's a definite claim to divinity now that Jesus is making, because he's calling himself the Son of Man, who is Lord of the Sabbath. So on these two fronts, Jesus is saying, you Pharisees are wrong. First of all, human need transcends the Sabbath. Secondly, I am Lord of the Sabbath. I'm the Son of Man. I am God. And I'm also the Davidic Messiah. So all of this is contained in this beautiful gospel. One last point to be made, though. This gospel has Eucharistic overtones. Jesus takes the bread and gives it. Same Eucharistic language used in the multiplication of the loaves and fish and at the Last Supper. So again, very rich gospel we have here. Finally, let's point to Matthew chapter 25, which is the key verse, where again, human need is what is going to be judged, not whether you did it on the Sabbath or not, because on that day of judgment, in Matthew chapter 25, when the sheep and goats are brought, the only question, the only criteria, the sole question raised is, did you feed the poor, clothe the naked, did you visit those in prison? Because whatever you did to the least of my brothers and sisters, you've done it to me. Well, there's lots to contemplate here in this gospel. May we, first of all, respect the Sabbath, of course, but also take care of human need. Consider our brothers and sisters in need, in fact, the presence of Christ in our midst.